53,000 people witnessed history and greatness Ali. on Sunday. All in one weekend. One weekend, three wins for our mighty club. The big one on Sunday, which we'll come back we'll to later because there's a lot to talk about there. But should we crack on in? We've got a long time, a lot of stuff, a lot of information. <laughs> Didn't do a podcast last no, week. No, we've, uh, we've got too much information, Ali. Too, too much information there, <laughs> Too, many, too oh. many facts here, Ali. Too many facts and hashtag figures. hashtag too close footy. Get around it. <laughs> hey, um, let's, before we crack on into the magnificent weekend that we had, mm. let's go back to the crap weekend we had mm. the weekend before. Round well, one. not for the women. Not for the women. That was awesome. Carlton. I mean, um, who Melbourne. did we even spank? Melbourne. No. no. Geelong. We, we've forgotten who we even played. Because you know why? Geelong. Irrelevant. That's why. Geelong, we smacked him. Hashtag irrelevant. Um, we were there. We were up in the stands. We were yelling helpful advice. Yeah. But we'll come back to Actually that. Actually hurt us on telly. Yeah, that does not surprise me. Um, let's get back to the game that hurt. The Hawthorne game. Yeah, Saturday Money. afternoon at that Oval, round yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, we predicted big, bold things. <laughs> and we land flat on our bloody faces. It's quite, it happens <laughs> quite regularly on hashtag two gross footy alley. I just didn't think it would happen that soon. It, it oh, took, we come back it to one uh, game. We Tips come back is nightmare. To, Oh, it was. Yeah. You know, as I said to someone, if you uh, if you got nine out of nine that week, you know, Buy a lot of sweet FA about football. And that's good because <laughs> often people that know. Look, it's it's a fickle game. They know two thirds of, and they can win championships. Oh dear! And plus, I won tips that week. So there you go. That does that shows you it was an opposite week. It was an opposite week. If Anthony beat me in tips, it was an opposite week. Mm, and it yeah. righted the ship righted that the following week. Oh, it did. But um, should we just run through? Should I give a quick overview for today? What we're going to talk about? No. No. Well, we're going to anyway. So we're going to do a post-match review just really quickly, giving our three, two, ones and a Hurt Locker Award for the Hawthorne game. We're not going to um, focus too much on it because one, it's in the past while ago. You've all moved on because now we've now won a game. So we'll come back and do a post-match review on the Swans game, our three, two, one for our Two Crows Footy Player of the Year Award and our Hurt Locker Award. We're going to go in for there. Then we're going to go into some other things, see what else is doing around the traps, a new segment called Pass the Salt. Um, any uh, medical news, sidebar, fantasy football freaks, you can get your freak on here. <laughs> We're going to go in and talk about the lovely women's game, the grand final, the championships, the errands, the Chelsea's, oh. the five All-Australians, and I will roll out superlatives until my mouth runs dry. <laughs> Big podcast, Alec. Come on, let's get into <laughs> let's it. Let's get into it, son. Go. Talk, right let's talk about Hawks. Hawks on? Yep. Well... We were outplayed first and foremost. Mm, absolutely. It was, and I thought Don Pike was outcoached. True. There was some things there where he could have probably changed, but at the end of the day, players weren't ex- executing at the same time. Yeah. I just thought, in probably in a quick snapshot, Ali, we probably overpossessed the ball, too did, many hands. Did. Uh, turnover killed us. Not arguing. Um, well, normally I argue. Our me. connection between all three lines was not. <laughs> A null and void, as I like to say on this yes, podcast, Yes, Ellie. yes, yes, yes. Uh, we got sucked into the contest. Yes. Didn't have anyone on the outside. Didn't have anyone at the drop of the ball. Uh, and probably our inability to kick score. Effectively. That hurt. We could have we won that. Particularly in that fourth quarter. Oh, don't that hurt. We had, what, four shots on goal, but they and all were uh, and behind. Just, and the ball didn't bounce our way, you know my no. theory. It just it was a dog happen. of a day. Um, but... Yeah. You know, at the end of the day, we can't win them all. We, well, we did, but that one wasn't one we should have had no, a we should have red won hot that, yeah. go at that. We should have. It was round one. I thought they'd come out very flat. Um, yes. It looked like they thought it was going to be another JLT. But in Didn't I that, say that? Yeah. No, you're spot on. But and, in saying um, that, you know, if Eddie Betts had taken that uh, mark down in Northern then it might have been a different game. Uh, if I just felt like our energy yeah, yeah, really, pregnant. really, really zapped. No, nah, body language was shot. Oh, it was. Absolutely shot. No, that was partway through the game. That wasn't yeah. even when we were too far behind. I just was really disappointed with um, everyone keeps saying plan B, plan B. No, you know my saying, you can't bring in plan B if you can't executing executing plan A. Correct. I agree. Very much so, but you know, at the end of the day, I would have liked our forwards to play in front rather than behind the ball. I thought that was very lazy of our forwards to be honest, Ali. Yep, I agree. Our leading patterns were too predictable for the opposition and But we all just bunched together, we did the standing stand in the middle. Run to the sides and kick to a contest. Always kicking down the defensive side of the with ground. With this new 666, isolate, trust your defense, trust yeah. your forward. We've got all the answers on hashtag two crows footy and uh, that and game. The, and the, the worst shocking. thing that happened out of that game, even more than the loss. Mm. Tommy Duday. Tommy Duday's knee and ACL. Another one. That, you know, that broke my heart. I think that was, what, three in that round. Yeah, that broke Rance, my heart. Rance, Duday and um, Clark. Clark. Jeez, I don't know the third one, sorry mate. 
Yeah. I should have no, got his name. Is it Clark? I think it was. Don't the one from North Melbourne. Talking to yourself? Okay, fair enough. I've got that a lot, Ali. Oh, First sign of madness. It is. It's the second one because you answer yourself too. But that's another story again for another day. Um, or well, should we do our three, two, one for that yeah, game? Yeah, I think then? we should. And it was really only... Look, I'm going to read out some stats mm. and you name the player. Because I think we're in agreement this time. This is rare, but I think we're going to agree on this one. Not for the, really. We've for been the in shite with fest, each other for a little while For the now. shite fest that it was. Mm. Okay. 32 disposals, 22 contested, 30 pressure acts, one goal, nine tackles, eight score involvements, 11 clearances, team high... Um, in clearances, tackles, and score involvements. One, guess? Sloan. Ah, Sloan. Had to get the three votes. Yep. Pencil them in, Anthony, please. Yes. Done. Okay. Um, apart from him, really, I went not good enough. <laughs> that was my first thought. Yep. I found it hard for two and a one, but I did. we did come up with a number two. Uh, Maddie Crouch. Yes. Yes. That good. We're matching. The only <laughs> thing for Maddie Crouch, next time, son, you're in front of goal. Take the bloody shot. 40 out. Take the shot. Not even. 35 out. Take, the, Take shot the shot dead in front. Don't be... That's the other thing. They were trying to be too cute with our kicks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Trying to do dinky little kicks mm. that we were getting away with in JLT. All game. But they were trying to get it happening. Didn't. Possession. No. Killed us. Now, third year, we had had to have a discussion. We actually had two players in here. Um, we had different players, but we had to talk about it. Gave the pros and cons for each of them. Yes. Um, and we've gone with a debutant for this one. Alex Keith. Yes. A debutant. Uh, well, debutant on our three two one. A debutant on our three two one. <laughs> um, I really like what he did when he moved up the ground after Dude went down. Yeah, for sure. Um, he was uh, very impressive in that last quarter. I thought. Absolutely, and he was aggressive. He was aggressive at the man, aggressive at the ball, at the and ball. he didn't Correct. stop. Correct. And he was one... Positioned himself well as well, didn't he? He tried to change the game. Mm. Now, we forgot to mention also poor old Dooks. He went down with a cytosmosis. Syndesmosis. Yeah, that's yeah. a word. Um, so, osmosis injury on his <laughs> what, ankle. What, defilitated diffusion? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I love the way they bring out Steve Saunders just baffling with bullshit. Just yeah. give them science jargon and um, they stop asking questions. They stop questioning, don't but they? It stops them. Yeah. yeah, they can't say we're not giving transparent now. <laughs> transparent <laughs> is the, the yeah. line between Dugsy's ankle bones, I think, or <laughs> tendons a bit sore. Mm. But there will be my, um, there are three, two, one. Yeah, no, yeah? I agree. So I agree. some surprise ones in there by the name of Alex Keith. Yeah, sure. Dugsy was actually the other player that was. Yeah, I had him in mind. He was, he put his head over the ball, which is Dugsy. He so. did, he, that's what Dugsy does. Um, now, Hurt Locker Award. So this is the player that exemplifies team first. It's a smother, a tackle. It could be a game changer, a defining moment, but it's all about so team. So it was built around the, I guess, the values and yes. trademarks of Don yes. Pike. Yes. Yep. So the player this week, it goes to the one and only Rory, Rory Sloan. Sloan Dog. Sloan. Now this one, we're just going to have to pick the best out of each week, but... Um, oh. There was some, there were some things there. So Rory's awesome, but I'll just give you a couple little stats. Mm. This is something where I think really, 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 really hurt us. Um, obviously our third quarter was absolutely woeful, pitiful, whatever word you want to chuck in there. But um, they had, I think it was. Who hey, Hawthorne? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, tackles inside the forward fifty. We had seven. Yeah, they in had our forward 14. fifty. They had nineteen. Nineteen. You, that's the difference right there. And then um, tackles, players with tackles three or above. I'm just trying to think here. Um, the Crows had eight players with three or above tackles. Yep. And Hawthorne, 16. Wow. The, so the pressure, you can see where that pressure Oh, the pressure from. was huge from yeah. Hawthorne. There's, yeah, you can't deny that. They're, uh, yeah. They were outstanding with the pressure, and we and we obviously couldn't handle it. No, definitely couldn't. But the other it. thing that really frustrated me as well was every time we would try, you know, we had the ball inside 50 enough, but mm -hmm. it was coming out way too easily. Yes. But secondly, it was how easy Hawthorne were able to score their goals. Like, oh, they just walked it down. <laughs> they were just chipping it down, Scum. bang, run, goal. What we were trying to do. Would that be fair? Yeah. 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 All right, let's... I've had enough of that game. <laughs> had enough of that game. It was... Okay. It was disappointing. It wasn't the it wasn't the Titanic cluster, you know, foobar that a lot of people were saying. It was just very disappointing. It was disappointing. If if it was replicated the it was next a weekend, slog. if it was replicated up against um Sydney, 
<laughs> then I'd say the Titanic is starting to, you know, pull out of the oh, bloody... Starting to... Yeah, she's starting to go out into the water, into the icebergs, so... But we'll see what happens. But anyway, <laughs> let's talk about something happier. Well, also, then we might as well quickly touch on, was the preliminary final, Krogers versus Geelong Cats, yep. um, as we quickly mentioned before, and we, um, well, they were a Cuban cigar, weren't they? <laughs> Called, is there a doctor in the house? Because that was another clinic that was put on their scrubs. Jess Foley, her nickname they is Scrubs. They call her Scrubs. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, the doctor, the scrubs, the nurses. <laughs> the you paramedics. Know, the the paramedics. They were all required. Team of on intelligence, the Ali. Oh, absolutely. Um, and it was good to watch. 13,000 only. Didn't give me high hopes for the grand final. No. I was wrong. But anywho. We'll get to that we'll later on in the show. We'll get back to so, should we go on to, and we'll get started uh, properly now, the Sydney Swans, this was Friday night football, mm. up at the SCG. Yeah. A happy hunting ground for crows normally. Yeah, we've, um, since... We've, we play pretty well up there. About 20 years we've been playing well up there. Yep. Um, it's always the buddy show, doesn't the, matter you know, what happens, it's always the buddy show, isn't it? It is. You yeah. know, I, I find that funny, roughly 20 years we've been playing really well up on the SCG. Yep. But it's funny because we've had different teams... Yes, but it's we mentality. still play well. I heard Tex on Triple M Radio the other morning, and he was talking about uh, playing on the SCG, and he said that they love playing up there. They just what is love it. What about it? it? Not, he didn't. He didn't really talk about it too much, but they, he just said that they love playing on the SCG. Mm, okay. So, and then that's when Rue stepped in. He goes, "Well, you know, we've been about twenty years. We've just played really well up there." Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, different teams, but for some reason, maybe it suits our style of play. Maybe. Small grand. Small grand, small size. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Got it out. Had to get Hashtag in there. Hashtag two crows footy. Okay, so let's get into the game. Talk to me a bit about the game. Well, we started off slow. Yep. I thought, Ali, but mm-hmm. um, probably into the 13-minute mark of the first quarter, we really started to hit our straps. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, no, we were impressive. I We really put our foot down on Sydney. Um, yeah. I thought they kicked the their, their first goal was too easy. Yes. Sydney's first goal, yes. I thought that was way too easy for yes. mine. But, you know, then we really put our foot down and took a really good lead into quarter time. C kicked an outstanding goal, which... Oh, um, Ali, can you pass the salt? Oh, hang on, not yet. No, not yet, mate. <laughs> Let me look that up. Let me look up that vision. <laughs> Paul Seisman, 70 metre talk. Let me just check something. Surely a goal of the year nomination. Let me check. What the... Mm. Can you believe Come that? Come on. How does that not get nomination for goal of the year? 70 metre talk. The AFL have been banging on about bringing different Instinctiveness. skills. Instinctiveness. And this is what they want to see. They wanted to see these things. Nominate the bloody thing. I mm. love the way the Crows trolled it too. Oh, they did a great job. They <laughs> did a great job. right in front of me. That was fantastic. But what a great kick. <laughs> well, you know what, Ali? I actually felt... Mm. That when Seed kicked that goal, mm. I actually felt that, and probably it looked like it, that it actually zapped, like it sapped Sydney's energy. Kicking them on, on a um, Particularly after a the siren. siren yep. It was really, and the fact that they had numbers on the goal line as well. Well, I think the thing it showed it was, was look how we came out in right that second well. quarter. Look how we came out in that second quarter. Flat. No, that's when we kicked heap of goals, didn't we, no. in the second quarter? No. Didn't we? No. I thought that's when we did. No, we let Sydney what am back I doing? into the game. Well, I must be we got them dreaming. into a closest they got was four points. Oh, when did we kick all our best ones then? Third and fourth. Uh, well, what am I th- game am I thinking of? Particularly in the fourth quarter, we played really well. Well, actually, our yes, pressure we did. was outstanding. We did, in that last yes, we quarter. did, yes, we did. And I that's why that. I'm saying that we're a middle, couple of centimeters from it all kicking. Yeah, you together. keep saying it's just that bees. There's just. There's still some connection problems across yep. the lines, but they're not far from it all gelling. I think also you've got to remember that we've got a new defence coach, and the defence coach is also in charge of our whole team defence. Yeah. And I think there's a bit of an adjustment period with that at the moment. I, I think that could With the be way fun. we're, I guess, defending and pressing the ground. So there are a few... And, I've not, and I noticed Marty Matna, um, when I think it was Riley Knight, he kicked that shocking ball to Daniel Taylor and then Taylor got done for oh, holding the ball. Geez. And I did see Matt and the write a few notes down for that particular passage of play. That, that, like this, um, I was like this. Oh, it was stinky. Oh. Yeah, it was bad. But 
you know, I think I think there's some adjusting adjustment periods for that as well. But I don't think we're that far from it all clicking, Ali. Honestly, I do think that, and I think you know this weekend we'll be in for a good shot. I think so. Even we've lost source. We might as well talk about that. We'll just mention it. We will come back to it later. But yeah, but I think source. I think it'll give us some unpredictability. Yep, I agree. Um, and a bit of you know, I guess you look at source has been our number one ruckman for a number of years, and mm-hmm. you know there's that predictability for the opposition where. At the moment, having Source not there, yep. bringing O'Brien in against Long this week gives us that different look. Yes. And it doesn't allow the uh, opposition to shark well, Source's tap. Because I do true. feel that's oh, they happening a lot. They, no, They're breeding too possibly. well. Yep. He's too predictable. Yep. And he, he's trying to get the ball, but they have someone whipped through. Bit of, missing that bit of speed. A little bit of irregularity, Ali. Yeah. I actually, no, I hope Different dynamic agree. there. Yep, yeah. I, I think so. Um, now, there were some players that were really flat the week before against the Hawks. Yes. Did you see many of them redeem themselves? Um, I did. Yeah. Um, Can we talk about, like, my the first goal? Come on, Ant. We're going to talk this up here. Ant, Ant, Ant and I made a discovery for, oh, the oh. second goal. Was it first or second no, goal? No, it was the first goal. First goal. Um... First, it was a free. Back a little bit further. Let's just backtrack, backtrack, backtrack. What's that guy called again? I always forget Matt, his name. Um, Jones. Jones from Sydney. Yep. Came along and he apparently, as the umpire said, punched to the gut of um, one D. Mook McKay. Mm. Uh, what we've discovered, Anthony and I discovered, right, is <laughs> one, it wasn't a punch to the gut. Oh. It was even an open hand. To the ribs, on his side. Not a free kick. No, it wasn't a free kick. But what did it do, Ant? It activated his toe button. (laughs) Hear that? See that noise in the background? That was D-Max starting. Look. He hit him on the side, and D-Max... Oh, sounds like he needed to go toilet. Uh, D-Max just went whack. Listen to him. And that was him robotically. He ended up in beast mode. (laughs) We did not know that David McKay had a beast mode Activated. Well, you know what's going to happen every time he runs out in the field? I'm going to slap him in the ribs. <laughs> Find that go button. He was go go. He Alan. was, and he kept he kept punching under his um on his rib cage every time he did something. I reckon he's trying to find that button again. He's trying to keep himself. And he going. did in the last quarter. He kicked he did again. it fantastic. You that know, was a brilliant goal. I thought that was a goal. That was a big moment actually. actually because and Sydney his... were coming at us. Yes. They were coming at us, and yes. he found the activation button again. <laughs> Smacking on his ribs. What happened? <laughs> and he even like did a couple big um tackles and pressure acts, mm. and he didn't get pushed away like a little wisp of. Um, oh. Hair. He's very slight. We understand. Yeah, but that. he no, no. He no, went but, hard at it. D-Mac, oh, he was great. D-Mac. Like that was, you know, on. We'll smack you if you need it, but geez, mate. On two crows footy, we equal. will. We are very equal on this show. Yep. On this podcast, we'll smack them if they're good and smack them if they're bad. When they're crap. Yep. Exactly. And it doesn't matter Imposters. who you are. Imposters. Imposters. No. Mm. Um. Well, but I thought he actually had a fantastic game. No, Another one that impressed me. Um. JJ. Oh, how was that goal? That. Was it in nice the nice monster? Yeah. Now that was a man, Ali. I said this to you when we watched the replay. He is of the a game. man. Yes. That that is a man that doesn't know his strength. Yeah, they keep saying that, and I'm like. No, I agree with them because I do too. Because sometimes he can look so powerful, but then other times. Ah, oh, better cut the JJ talk. He's getting a bit stroppy. He's bringing you again. Oh, Awkward. Whoops. <laughs> anyway, JJ's awesome. Everything is awesome. <laughs> but yes, no, honestly, yes, he he can do these things with He'll such again. strength. You know he will. I know he can though. Mm. Do do you do you agree or oh, not? Oh, absolutely. It's just his confidence. The way he just ripped that ball out and then just went bang. I tell you who else had a good goal. game. Who? Oh, but not according to everybody. We'll get to that later. Um, Tex. Oh no, he didn't kick a... the goals, but up the ground. He was instrumental for a lot of our play, mm. a lot of our setups. You know those handballs we love. Yeah. And some of that delivery, like the kicking. That slice kick. Oh, Low 20-metre passes with but his But you're hand. right. He just does it with a confidence that says, follow me still. He does. Yep. He does. And the fact that he's fit this year, you can really see that. He probably oh. could have, should have, particularly he that, sh- yeah. that goal, you know. Yeah, I know. He should have kicked that goal yeah. off the ground. One, one three or whatever. Yeah. 
But that's all um, right. he's building. He's building. Yep. He's kicked He'll one goal there. for the year thus far. <laughs> yeah, but he's done plenty of other things and we're winning. Isn't that no, what we're, we're all about? Not. Correct. He sets right. up a lot of the play. Yes. So, um, any other stats or anything else you'd like me to talk about? Oh. Is there anything of note? I don't think there was anything that was totally outstanding. No, it was, as Don Pike would say, it was an even contribution. Well, I think it was. Is there anyone uh, that you would think would be in danger? Like of the way they played. Okay, everyone's having a go at Tex, right? Mm. Let, let me, here's just here's something for you to compare. Um, and I, I love the man, but Eddie Betts kicked one goal one. Tex kicked one goal three. He had Tex had what sixteen disposals. Eddie had nine. Um, we'll see. What we got here. If you're looking at your dream team stats, Eddie had forty two. Tex had 84, so must, and his efficiency is 33, Tex is 56. No one's questioning that there. Um, Eddie often does a lot of pressure and tackles inside 50. He was also brought up the field during the game, mm. which I actually don't mind. But Eddie is one of those players, again, that doesn't have to have a lot of possessions, which I think Tex is like. That's why I'm comparing them. Don't necessarily need a lot of possessions to have an impact on the game. Yeah. Whereas other People players... People are very stat-based. Like, so, like your, um, your, your Rory's... Um, your, your midfielders in particular tend to need to get a lot more of the ball um, because they're part of the link in the chain. So you're going to see more of them doing the grunt work, I suppose. Um, but, yeah, that was something there. Talos didn't necessarily have a good one. Hardo serviceable? No, he was all right, Hardo. Yeah. Who was he playing on? Um, oh, Talia and Hardy were sort of alternating, weren't they? Yeah, I Between, think just switching uh, around. Between Reed and, um, Franklin. Yep. And Chase Jones? Kick three points. Serviceable. Kick three points could have been goals, mm. but I like the signs. No, I like the signs as well. I, I keep him. My, he, he stays. He has for me. to stay in. Mm-hmm. I agree. Should we do our three, two, one? Yep. Because the person that's got three votes we haven't even talked about yet. His game, because he had a bit of a beast mode moment. Blinder. Love this boy. You know I'm going to be happy about announcing this name. For th- three votes, <laughs> be Crouch, <laughs> Braddles, Adelaide versus Sydney. Yes, three votes. B Crouch. Great game. No, great game. And the coaches even recognised that. a really good goal. Oh, brilliant. Mm. He that was instinctive, actually. Took the words right out of my mouth. Mm. He actually, he's enjoying football again. Can mm. you see he's starting to enjoy it? I can it? see that. And he's not second-guessing himself. And Indeed. And at Hawthorne, we had a lot of second-guessing going on about oh, what to do. Oh, too much. And then we started playing instinctively. Um, so we agreed. Three breaks for Brattles. Um, two votes. <laughs> three votes. <laughs> three votes. Three votes. <laughs> three votes. And two votes. McKay. Beast mode McKay. Find that ribcage. Give it a slap. <laughs> Get activated. <laughs> Activate that Even if you lead. just have to put yourself in a charging dock for a yeah, while. Yeah, <laughs> we'll do that again. <laughs> just Fantastic do it again. game, though. Fantastic game. Props <laughs> credit, and credit. Credits to have and, to give and, it to And him. one point, um, this one was nearly tied again, but we both agreed this person, JJ, had to come into for it. For sure. Yep. And Tex was probably a bit unlucky in there as well. But JJ, you get the one vote. Yep. Um, we'll put that all on the leaderboard yep. and we'll, um, we'll tally it up Tally it up as we go along. Now, the Hurt Locker Award. We've been talking about him. Can't stop talking about this player. Mr. Go Button himself. David McKay <laughs> gets the Hurt Locker Award, putting his head over the ball, getting physically assaulted on the field. Let's get physical. Con- continue to run and play and kick a couple brilliant goals. Both goals were, were great. Crucial moments. And crucial moments. Actually, no, they were big. They were big. I know. Big, We've big, already said that. Big time goals. I know. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. No, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> but great stuff, correct? Correct. Excellent. Now, any other goals? I mean, Texas Monster, he won a, a carton off a of buddy. Yeah, Rusty. Buddy said he couldn't do it. <laughs> lemon Ruskies. Yeah. Come on, Tex. Who drinks? Who are they for? Tex? What's he drinking Lemon Ruskies for? <laughs> Tex must have been uh, Tex must have been trying to get into the good books with Ellie, I reckon. Mm. Getting us some Lemon Ruskies. Some Lemon Ruskies. Or, the or, or they're low at the Alma. <laughs> just needed some <laughs> that's, stock. Just needed a new carton. Yeah. <laughs> They ran out. And we'll talk about the Hurt Locker and our 320. You know, he, there are a couple of players that I'd put a little bit of a blowtorch on. Not yeah. the Bunsen burner, just a bit of a blowtorch. <laughs> tickle their feet to get them moving a little bit. Um, <laughs> someone I'm still waiting to see. Yeah. I know I know who you're going with here. Can I say it? Yeah. Bryce Gibbs. Mm, I agree. Just not... I, I don't hasn't... think they've found his role. Nah. I, I don't think they've found his niche yet. Because he's used to the ball, you know, going past him all the time. <laughs> but he does that almost a Matty Connell circle he, before. Like, he, he's not playing instinctively. Playing... Carlton was stop and hold. And we've got to... He's had enough time to be decartonalised. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Stop and hold? Yeah. Uh. 
and then go backwards. <laughs> Stop it. Just just follow the grain plan. But because he is capable of so much. He is. But I haven't seen him tear a game. Maybe he needs to play forward of the ball. I think he needs to play yes. And I think he could slide into the forward line a bit more. Give him confidence because he's had um during the JLT he couldn't kick a goal if you set him out in front, twenty five metres out in front. Oh, he was just shanking him. Who? Bryce. Was he? Yeah. And so in I reckon his confidence no, nah, no, nah, just in the JLT series. Oh. But I reckon he, he needs game. a bit of confidence. Yeah, he still shanked him from there too. Mm. Um, he needs a bit more confidence. So I think get him into a I position think that, I think that's what it is, Ali. It's confidence. I'll put him I'll... in the forward line. Would you? Yeah, or in the back line. Well, yeah, I suppose that you, you, that's, you can't be... That's reactive a lot mm. in the back line, proactive in the forward line. So I'd like no, to... No, he needs to find He's that versatility. I, if, I feel like he's just put into gaps at the moment that he can't shine. Would that be fair? Yeah, but he's got to be able to be better as well. He's 30, he's Absolutely. a veteran, he should know Absolutely. and I'd be able to identify when it, where he needs to go. But I think he, we haven't found his ideal role yet. No. I think we're trying there, so now you got Brad in, there's a different balance. He was better last year, much better. Do we play him on the outside of the contest rather saying. than in he's and good, around He's the usually ball. a good user of the ball. Normally. Yeah. Well, we've seen with some of his passes, he, some kicks. So get it to him and let him deliver it. Mm. Let's try that. Pikes, just listen to us. Just listen to hashtag Kutuko's footy. Yeah, anything else you want to talk about with the game? Um, was there no. any, any spicy meatballs <laughs> in that game? That's my kind of spicy. Mm. Oh. That's my kind of spicy. Oh. <laughs> Speaking of hot and spicy, listen to this. What's that, Listen, what's that? What am I doing? Some seasonings. I think it's our new segment. It's called Pass the Salt. Oh, my Lord. Now, Pass the Salt, people, is just where people get a little bit salty about things that they probably shouldn't. Shouldn't. No. So they get a little bit angry, so we're going to have to season them up and teach them how to pass the salt politely. First thing, easiest one to pick, cab off the ranks. Ants lost an ear in the background here. He's crying with a little bit of laughter. I think uh. a little bit of wee came out. That's another story for another day. Uh. We won't talk about ants incontinence here. We'll leave that alone. But anyway, 53,034 people at Adelaide Oval on a Sunday. Afternoon. Yep. Early afternoon. Like noon. On a Sunday. <laughs> on a Sunday. And... You would think we have a grand final mm. for our women's team, AFLW. Mm. You would think that the state would be happy with 53,024 oh, people. You would think. Great mm. for the state, bringing in the filthy moolah. Yeah. Team one. Yep. Banners and streamers everywhere. Yep. But no. No. Pass the salt. Salty, salty, salty. <laughs> Oh, my Lord. Oh, oh, it was free. Oh, you wouldn't get those numbers if they had to pay. Oh, my Lord. Get <laughs> over yourself. Seriously, where, where, do these fans, where do these people come from? Oppo fans, you reckon? Jealous? A little it's bit of Jane? Jealousy, Ali. Oh. Has to be. Has to be. And I think there was probably another pointed thing was people were then smacking the old latte bush rangers for the night before this game because they had 40-something thousand there, which is good Particularly crowd. Particularly Ed Kerno, yeah, came on there and he goes, oh, this crowd's louder than the court crowd last night. It was a jibe, you know. And it, let's face it, it was a grand final for a team. It was very family-oriented. Yeah. Absolutely. It and, was. And people say, oh, there were seats empty, you know, it could, wouldn't have been 53. Trust me, I was there and half the people were still back under the... Um, under the seats and probably still lining up the chips, <laughs> to be brutally honest. I walked up, get this in. There was no chips at I walked stage. up, I could get a beer, no problem. Getting food, I've never had to line up for food in my entire life, even at a sold-out game. The food thing went from the food store down past the beer station down to the toilets. That was, wow. to, get, that was to get in to get food. Wow. The beer one, walk up, get a beer. It's cheaper to get drunk than it was to eat. <laughs> <laughs> but families but everywhere. Family, yeah. And most people were sitting behind the stands actually in that, what do you call that area? The concourse or whatever? Yeah. Standing there watching the game there. Yeah. And so, sometimes it is good to watch a game. It was. We nearly did mm. it. Um, but instead we got close to the action and what action it was. But you know what? To all those people... Have some salt. Have some salt on your chips, you know. <laughs> if you can get chips. Yeah, I mean, like someone else tweeted and they said, look, the Sheffield Shield match was free. Yeah. Had 200, 200 people. people so in four days. How about just being happy for the state, <laughs> for the economy, for the team? 
For AFLW. I couldn't have predicted that. I We've talked about it and we were I going, thought 25-30. Oh, 25-30 and I thought 20 because I was being conservative. There's only 13 there the weekend before we were there lining up. But the men's team lost too. So. And the men's team lost and I said if the men's team win, it'll help with numbers. Yeah, but Didn't not think 53, it would do that. 000. But um, that you know what? To, to SA, getting behind the girls. And what did that do for women's football on the map, you reckon? Did it advance it? Oh, it's put them five years ahead. Ooh, even Chappie said that. <laughs> five years ahead of schedule now because of that alone. Um, obviously, we always helps. Are we clutching helps. at straws but a little no, bit? No, have a look at how the game's progressed from year one to year three. Particularly the Crows. Particularly the Crows, but have a look at some of the other teams, how they've progressed. Oh, for sure, like Fremantle, yep. like North Melbourne, yep. like even Carlton. No, Carlton have progressed, yeah. Mm. Absolutely. So um, there's going to be teams that fall back naturally with the other stuff. We won't get into that, but I just wanted to say too many salt. Should be happy. <laughs> too too salt. much salt. Too much salt. So pass the salt. Um, need to move on and get over this it. This is not a good show, Ali. Well, it could be. Pass the salt. <laughs> We're salty buggers. Can't help they yourselves. Are. No, any, any other salt that you've got going around? We, we know what they are, Ali. No. Party poopers. They are. they just sad. Salt. Imagine them at parties. Oh, jeez, I wouldn't want to be sitting there, be sitting be... in the corner going, oh, Give me salt. I don't want the dip. Yeah, it's got lumps in it. You know. It's got chives in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I don't want that either. You know. <laughs> okay, Jackie, man. <laughs> oh, Jackie's in the house, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, baby. Oh, baby. That's it. That's the one. Oh, baby. Yeah, baby. <laughs> I need to drink my throat so after that one. <laughs> oh, Jackie Lambie wasn't there. Was too busy with the salt. Oh, baby. <laughs> oh, sorry about that. Sidebar. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, sorry about that, folks. We just had a segue. And now we're going to a sidebar. Um, sidebar for the day. Now, Ant, this is your baby. I'm going to hand over to you. Handball. Aquatic Centre, $60 million, 15 from the government. Tell the people why I'm mentioning these things in that particular okay. order. So, if Go. you're not aware, if you're not on social media... If you're living under a rock... <laughs> um, in Jackie Lynn's backyard. <laughs> in Tasmania. Mm-hmm. Um, sorry, sidebar again. Yeah. Uh, so, basically, the federal government has promised the um, Adelaide Football Club $15 million of 20, $21 million. Nice. So, the Crows are looking at building a new facility in North Adelaide. Nice. At the old, at the current aquatic centre site. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. But it's going to be a community centre as well, mm-hmm. as well as the new Crows Training and Administration HQ. So, basically, $15 million is going to be put towards the Crows so they can build a uh, women's wing yeah. of the facility. Also includes... Coaching and um, academies yes. and to advance women in well. ways and in, especially with Indigenous yeah. Academy, I think, as well, or Indigenous area. Yeah. Um, so that's quite exciting for the football club. That's obviously, huge. there's a little bit of work to be done. They obviously need to source more funding, but the fact that the club has come out and released a statement to say that, yes, we are looking at moving and wanting to move into North Adelaide at oh, the I think the fact Center. they've and come I'm, out is means it's further down the track than we had led to and it was funny because, you know, we heard the rumour from Pangello yep. that the Crows are wanting the wanting to move into North Adelaide. There was nothing released by the football club. They just said that we might look to move, you know. I don't know if you ever picked up on it. Their language changed. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's easy. Wait from... a minute. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Fags' language changed. It did. Yeah, I know. It did. And I even know. Chappie. I know. Because Chappie, Chappie was... Yeah. Speak to me. Hitting it right out of the park, but yeah. his language changed completely. So as soon as the paperwork got signed, I reckon. Essentially. So they'll now go and do a master plan yep. and release it to the Adelaide City Council. They're getting and... some fancy person in, aren't they, for some master plan? I, I think heard so. something about that. Yeah. Uh, yes, it is. An urban an designer. An international mm. one. International urban designer. And this is not urban anything architect. that we've heard from the Crows or anything else like that. This is just Ant and I, some of our, our wants that we yeah. would like. Would be um, Blackfriars have got an oval there. One of the crows could lease it or whatever else. Well, Adelaide City Council currently lease the oval to Blackfriars. Right, but I reckon the crows. Here's here's. This is not. We don't know anything. So, but, but we what we'd like. like to see um, would be to turn that into a marquee boutique boutique, boutique stadium. Boutique stadium. Boutique. Like what Brisbane are doing? Are they? Mm. 
But I, I think it would be fabulous because like you could have a home ground for the SNFL team. Yep. Home ground Tick. for the women's team. Tick. You I know, like unless it. you have to play a grand final down at the Adelaide Oval. Well, it's only, what, 1,600 metres to the Adelaide Oval. So do you see what I mean, though? And how much business would that bring into the, the northern precinct up there? Because oh, North Adelaide's o been suffering. O'Connell Street suffering at the moment. Yep. Absolutely. And that would bring a lot of vibrancy back to O'Connell Street. And it's, it, it is. It's literally 1,600 metres from North Adelaide Aquatic Centre yep. to Just the Adelaide Oval. Just kilometres. So that's nice. Yeah. But it, it's also much closer for me and Ant to get to football <laughs> <laughs> instead of coming out to West Because I park at the Aquatic Centre now. Yeah, that's going to bugger that plan for it you, is. isn't it? Yeah, but I think it'll be absolutely fabulous. They're going to have all these other dedicated areas. Um, we actually went down to uh, West Lakes today and no, wanted some dive. premiership caps. It, it does look pretty hell holish. Lot. Oh, by the way, no, no, no. The um, squished in the all the gear. They no, I'm not talking about that. But the gear in Chromania. Oh, nice get down gear. there. Got heaps of gear mm. come out for like for the new season, and they're just starting to get in the women's gear. Yeah, um, we already went down there and got me uh, the premiership hats. Not wasting any time for that, Anthony. Um, yeah, that was going for. Oh hell's no! Um, but Josh. a lot of good gear, a lot of good gear down there. So it's really no, good nice. to see. And, I and what do Ant and I, little spy? We thought <laughs> we might go in and just have a chance going to the admin area. Guess what's just been protected. Probably from Noffy, I think. <laughs> <laughs> Behind the cabinet, in yep. the glass cabinet there, they've just put a lock and key on it. And <laughs> they've got Noffy. no Noffs written on there. The cup. The 2019 <laughs> AFLW Premiership Cup is already in the cupboard. Ready to be... Ready to be cleaned, I'm assuming, because it'll be filthy by now. Wow. It's had but, um, gin and everything in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, pff, I, I don't care. I'd be <laughs> drinking out of it too. Um, but that was lovely to see, wasn't it? Oh, it was. Um, can't wait to nice build a new the cabinet for that. We haven't got the pennant yet for the women. That no. gets unfurled next year. Mm, hopefully, oh. we'll have an unfurling like West Coast. That'd That'd be pretty did good. you see that unfurling? I loved it. Mm. I thought it was fabulous. It's a bit dangerous. Yeah. <laughs> but I love living on the edge like that, though, Anthony. Um, so I'm another on the video, edge. The of other. Glory. Um, oh God, help us all. That's that's enough, Anthony. Please <laughs> just stop. Bit of Lady Gaga. I know, and I was a bit Lady Gaga after that. Um, <laughs> All right, Jackie. Uh, nah, yeah. um, it's another. Oh, you, another... Sound <laughs> you sound um, like you're from Tasmania. Hey, don't. Don't knock Tassies. I've got bloody rallies and friends in Tassie. I'm going to crack you one. <laughs> I'm going to get Hugh Greenwood. We just waved to Hugh Greenwood, too. I'm going to tell him. I'm going to tag this him in on this, and I'm going to get him to come around and get oh. it. Anthony. And then I'm going to go up to Chase Jones, because you know he can tackle right. He's going to come up to you and go, and then I'd go, Haggis, come here. Got a little something to whisper in your ear. Ant's walking along in Norwood. Oh, look, Haggis. That's what's going to happen to you if you badmouth Tasmania one more time. In fact, I'm going to ban you if you do that. Nothing. Listen to you names dropping. I just happen to know where they're from, okay? Hey, um, move on. We did see Greenwood today. On. We did. I wasn't lying. We waved mm. to him. And he, he gave him yeah, the two fingers. No, not like that. <laughs> but the nice two fingers, like the wave, you know, the two fingers up from the stream with the Aussie wave. Yeah. Yeah, yeah mate. Uh, yeah, mate, that's one. Um, baby boom down at Crowland. Oh, they're coming out left, right and centre. Oh, well, they not will be. quite yet. Well, not quite. Coming. There's only one way they can come. Two ways they can come out, technically. Yeah. Um, front and centre. <laughs> Sorry, that came out before I even thought about it. But it's funny, so we'll keep it in there. Um, got <laughs> Daniel Talia and his wife, Megan. Mm. Megan. First one. Gibsy, second. second one. And Hardo. Hardo. First one. Yeah, nice. Congratulations. More baby crows. More oh, little crows. We've had a lot of babies. We have. Well, you and I haven't, but no. <laughs> crows players haven't. If you and I had little babies, it'd be like the Immaculate Conception. <laughs> <laughs> I reckon Guinness would be around here with a book, or, or the heretics would be around we'll be with a cross to nail us. It's coming up to Easter. <laughs> <laughs> I should stop while I'm behind, shouldn't I? Come on. Oh, okay. Mm. Now, shall we move on to the part I've been waiting for mm, come all on. day, which is really what I want to talk about more than anything. Um, first, we'll talk about the women's because it's just magnificent. We'll talk about Erin because we've already yeah, sung sure. about her. We might as well talk about yeah. her. And then we'll go into all you freaks out there, you fantasy freaks. I'll go into our <laughs> tips from Mikey Mark and the Funky Bunch too at, at we'll hand underscore M-A-N-01. Where's Car? We should be seeing you then. So let's let's just let's just get this. Let's set this in here. 53,034 people. All happy, not salty. No salt. <laughs> um, what a game. What a heartbreaker. Jubilation. Ju the agony and the ecstasy, I think, in the papers said it all. 
No, seriously. Yeah, they t- stole my line, actually. Oh, really? Yeah, I, I, I'll use the Divinal song, Fine Line Between Pleasure and Pain. It's um, fine line between pleasure and, and I, pain. And it was a spectacular game. <laughs> Would that be correct? <laughs> it, correct. <laughs> I just smacked Andy. He's got to stop singing. He's, my ears are bleeding over here. Um, you give him one, one inch and he takes like about 12. So, right. you know. But anywho, up against Carlton... The blue Obviously, baggers. the blue baggers, they were underdogs. We were pegged to be the top top dogs. And, oh, boy, we were. We were top pros, in fact. <laughs> but let's go through the game. Opening quarter. Outstanding. Oh, could you have predicted... Oh, except for the 50-minute no. penalty. Oh, paid. don't even... Right. That's it. <laughs> That's salt. Tip the table. Bang. I'm, I'm out and I'm angry about Chardonnay that. Chardonnay going everywhere. Oh, Chardonnay got sliced. Needles, they were throwing them on the ground. You should have seen all around me smelt like Chardonnay at my feet because everyone dropped their glasses at once. They were. Those free kicks, the umpires. Okay, I'm only going to bitch this once. 25 to 10 free kicks their way. Umpires could not have done more to try and get them into the game and keep them in the game. But anyway. That's it didn't work bit. anyway. If Aaron's getting angry... At not getting holding the balls paid because it was consecutive ones. Oh, it was ridiculous. You know that it's it's Something just not, right. not on. But anywho, yeah, yeah. Oh, their goals only came from free kicks. So oh, time, their first goal. They only got two goals is... for the game, correct? I think so. Yeah. yeah. So just remember this. It's not against Carlton, but just for people that want to bag anybody, Daniel Ponta kicked more goals than the entire team. Mm. Oppo team. That's nice. She's a ripper. Oh, and Eloise Jones, oh, I thought it was stiff in the votes as well. Um, EJ, oh, I love the way EJ goes about it. And Chloe sheared that mark. She was in beast mode before oh, she did Oh, in that second quarter. Alley. That was right in front of us. And, and that, that mark was spectacular. And the turn and the kick and the but delivery to Ponte. But it was the, it was the mm. ball movement that led to that mark, Yeah, Ellie. It was Speaking. outstanding. Mm. It was off the it charts. It was crisp. Mm. It was crisp ball Nothing movement. Nothing like how no, played last that year. That was the perfect. Some of my, absolutely, some of my favourite players from that game, apart from... The obvious of one E Phillips. Oh, unbelievable. And Hatchard. Fantastic game. Keep the Took first another goal level. for us. <clears throat> Ebby Marinoff, or Ebonoff as they keep calling oh, it, um, they... was um had was tagged, still did well in the game. Yeah. Um also I think for me, Jess Foley, still monster of the game, can't believe she's not in the all Australian team. Yeah, I was surprised by that. Yep. Is Emma King really the best rap? Um, don't even start me out there. Uh, Danielle Ponta with the goals and her posi- body positioning. Stevie Lee, the way she positions herself over the ball. Chelsea Randall, some of those in that first quarter, you know, like they're coming down there and her smother. Oh, just the way she just came on the across line. and went bang. Oh, no, that's, a, that's another one. Um, that was nice. She just went in and absolutely smashed the ball. She, no care for her own personal safety no, no whatsoever. No Jeepers creepers. Um, what else to like? Ailish Considine. Second goal. Oh, I love the way she went about it. Um, oh, you name. It. Actually, I loved all, all the players. Once had again, good games. Ali. All all played well. Yeah. Um, I just and, and to to win like to sit there and hear all the crowd erupt, <sighs> um, and that many people. You could see the players were in awe. Mm. And the it, the ball finished down right where I was sitting down in the southern end. That's where the final siren went, and we went off our the girls tops. Get that's around. where they were all jumping around down there, and then um, they had the presentation and everything else. I mean, there's so much about the game. Watch the game, get it on replay, Watching do it something. On, um, it is spectacular to watch. It's a great game, great grand final. Yeah. Well, if you're a Crows fan. Watching it on TV, Elliot felt like a grand final. Yeah, it did. Yeah. Yep. So have you watched the replay? Yes, several yeah. times actually. Oh, I must admit. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I just wish they'd kept more of the when they replayed on Fox the presentation because I'd really like to see that. Yeah, Channel Seven had the broadcast. Yeah, and I yeah I bucket up my recording. What did you think it. of the pregame? Amy Shark. Yeah. Baby Shark. Was she good? Yeah, she was fine. Yeah. I said Aussie artist, current, relevant. All the youngsters were jumping around and singing and everything else like that. Um, the award ceremony, like at the end. Obviously, Doc Clark's. Oh, oh, you know what, Doc Clark. He spoke so well. He did. He he thanked everybody. He made mention and just the unity of a group of people. How much they love and respect each other and admire each other. Yeah. Um, the heartbreak. Obviously, the main thing that we've got to talk about that everyone's probably always done to death was that third quarter, down yeah. the down the northern end. Devastating scenes, wasn't it? Um, it. <laughs> It broke my heart. You know how, and you know how much I love Chloe. I had my heart broken once, and I was upset, like, because Chloe, you know, is one of I've mm. picked her to be the next Erin mm. Phillips. 
Um, and then for Erin to actually go down, you could actually hear the second she, like, I was watching the big screen, and the second it happened, you saw the leg go out, and you just, just knew your heart just yeah. sank. Yeah. And she clutched at her knee, and there were so many tears uh, in the crowd, and everyone went quiet. Like, if you hear oh, it, hush. you hear it. Yeah. It just went, oh. that, it... Carlton fans, everybody. And oh, props to Carlton fans, props to the Carlton Respect. players. All going up to her. Like, they've already splashed all over the media. It's probably, it's one of those scenes that I'll be lucky to say I was there to mm. see in the history of sport. Yeah. That is one thing of um, sportsmanship I think... and team that... Ali, in really in realistic terms, I think me, yourself, and everyone else to be able to see Aaron Phillips play. Oh yeah, is, in our lifetime. In our lifetime is yep. something very special. Yep. And you know, I'm not going to talk about to be you know Serna or Bradman type, but to have she she she's just outstanding. She's an outstanding oh. athlete and person. Yes. Actually, and, and don't forget one Chelsea Randall either with that, oh, but we're talking about Erin because of her injury. Yeah. But um, Randall the has... devastation on Chelsea's, I mean, on Erin's face was palpable. I mean, she already had the green whistle. Mm. They had to get that to her, so she was in agony. Um, they had to stop the game. Then they had to get the card out. Yeah. And all the focus was on her. So yeah. you can understand that the the whole crowd, the umpires, when they finally stopped the game, you could see the players' faces. Oh, from, you could. from either team. You could. You could. And even I think when Maddie Presparkis and that was got up in her speech for the Rising Star, she she said, you know, no one wants to see a player of that ilk. Oh, I hate that. No. She didn't say it in those words, but that was essentially the, the, yeah. the crux of it. Yeah, yeah. Um, and they're all going over to her, and there's a photo that's going around of um, Chelsea. They put their heads together. Yeah. Uh, yes. Captain to yes, captain. Yes. Yes. Um, the mateship between those two is is phenomenal. Uh, yeah. The team love, the team care is the absolutely beautiful, huge. and yeah. and what that means going forward, we don't know. Um, but it was horrible, absolutely oh, was horrible terrible and sense. heartbreaking. Terrible. Sense. And then we had to go from that to the ecstasy of winning a grand final. So it was really bittersweet. It was a weird day. It, it was, was a weird day. Um, because you wanted to jump around and celebrate, and then you know they got Erin up because, and she got best on ground. Still. Didn't play a quarter. She won by one vote. She got 11 votes. I looked yep. this all up. The next best player on the ground with 10 votes, Anne Hatchard. Wow. Hatchie might be feeling just a tiny bit ripped there. And Jess Foley got in there too, I think. So. Wow. Um, but Anne and Erin were the, the top two. And yeah. I think Chelsea got votes. And I could be wrong here, but Jess, Jess Foley. I wanted EJ to get votes because I thought she had a ripper of a game. Oh, she had a great Marking game. the that ball at, the, high at point. the highest point. Yep. Yep. Um, she's a superstar in the yeah. in the waiting oh, team. Oh, for sure. For now, sure. we before we go on to the all the awards that come in after that because they were on last night. We had a question posed to us by Jules. Asked us a question of the Crows team have to cut. I believe she's like eight. I think seven players. Now also we're prone to poaching of up to four players because of the new um, expansion clubs. Mm. And Jules, we had a look at the list of how many people who we could cut if we had to cut seven, and the closest we could get was three. Looking at the player value, um, and this is the first time normally I can cut the seven and just work them out and go yeah 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 yeah, but I'll be honest, guys, um, I don't know. We've got and then what if Jess Allen comes back? What if Ruth Wallace, Ruth comes, Wallace back? comes back? Yeah, you know, there's another two stars. Um, yeah. Could, can Ruth come back? And particularly, we don't know if they're coming back. Don't know. No. So, you know, and they're going to have the conversations with Erin and Chloe. Do they be, are they kept on the books? Which I think they probably will be. I think be. they will be. Um, I would be. Mm. And then see what happens from there. But oh, I reckon in after, maybe next week we'll have another look and we'll see if there's any movement than anything we can give heads up on. But I'll be So honest, when does trade? And... Oh, that only starts later because I think they're contracted to, is it? May. Oh, okay. Like they have got a contract period. Right. Um, you know, and everyone's a bit nervous because there's obviously WA team mm. coming in. So will Chelsea Randall go back home? Um, you know, we've got a few from WA in our team, but I think Do we? not. Mm. Ariane Lug is from WA and stuff like oh, that. Oh, yeah. Um, but she didn't crack a game, so she might Ooh. might go back. Yeah. Obviously, we've looked at her. But, yeah, so anywho, that is with that. Now, on to the awards. Wow. Last night. All Australian. We had five. Five should have been probably seven. Okay, name him. Aaron Phillips, not only All Australian, All Australian captain. Nice. 
Deservable. Chelsea Randall. Yes. Not only all Australian, all Australian vice captain. Nice. Nice. Anne Hatchard, Ebony Marinoff, and Speedy Lee Thompson. Leading goal kicker. Leading goal kicker. There are five. I think Jess Foley and Alan. And Jess Allen. Oh. I mean, um, Sarah Allen. Uh, Sarah Allen especially. Chalky. Very yeah. chalkster. Cool. Was very stiff not to get in there. And, and then we move on to the other awards of the night. Uh, may I, Anthony? Sure. I'll just give you a little rundown. of This is for anyone that missed it last night, the AFLW Best and Fairest Awards. Just to give you a little little heads up. Oh, also, Chelsea Randall, third year in a row, most courageous, courageous player. Yeah. Third year in a row out of the whole AFLW team, most courageous player. Demonstrated that yet again during the grand final. Yes. Okay, so Anthony, if you'd like to lead me in here. Sure. Um, we're hitting here. This is Gil McLaughlin. <laughs> Round one. With two votes, E. Phillips. Round two, three votes, E. Phillips. Round three, three votes, E. Phillips. Round four, three votes, E. Phillips. Round five, three votes, E. Phillips. And that's... uh. Aaron, if you can just uh, stay seated there. We know you've won, but uh, just stay there a little bit while so we can make other people feel good about themselves. Thank you very much. Round six, with two votes, E. Phillips. <laughs> with three votes, C. Randall. Round seven, three votes, E. Phillips. I can now present to you the best and fairest player for W81, Aaron Phillips. Ooh. MVP. VIP, you name it, she's got it. She's Put it around gone. her neck. She owns it. God, listen, two-time premiership player, two-time best on ground in a premiership player. Um, premiership <laughs> co-captain, two times All-Australian, uh, one-time All-Australian vice-captain, one-time All-Australian captain, two times AFLW MVP. Uh, this is in three years of competition. Her resume is pretty outstanding, Ali. That's it's not even including pretty. her basketball accolades. Mm. No, nah, uh, she's got world gold medal, medals. Yeah, she's got medals. She's got anything. I mean, seriously. I'd like to have. You could her smelt her. them down, and she could build a statue of herself. <laughs> you know what? Should build a statue of her outside Adelaide Oval. Yeah, Erin Phillips. Her <laughs> legacy needs to be immortalised. And, and I don't think people go, "Oh, it's only been three years. Oh, it's only seven games." Small sample size. So Swamp stuffed. Thing. Small Sir Swamp Thing put up a stat. Here's seven games, the best games of players, the most ever. Erin and Katie Brennan. Um, and then Aaron Phillips again, and then you get into Gary Ablett and your Patrick Dangerfields and co like that. Like seriously, some people need to just have a look at themselves and actually appreciate appreciate athletes. Athletes. Yep. So I was ecstatic. I mean, if there's anything she didn't win, um, it probably wasn't worth winning. If we can oh, be brutally sure. honest, um, I just I I think I've put out a thousand things on Twitter. Sorry, peeps, but I was just she's a goat. G O A T goat. Oh, she is. She's unbelievable. Unbelievable. And her legacy will be long... Um, remembered. Not a, long remembered, not within um, the Adelaide Crows, but the AFL and AFLW community. For sure. Would that be fair? For sure. Yeah. For sure. And they have to name one of those awards after her. No doubt. Oh, now they do. Now they absolutely do. I don't do. know if they name the Best on Ground award after her or if they... <laughs> Which one? Take a pick. You know, like MVP, um, best on ground in yeah. grand final. The Adelaide Crows will have to name an award after her. For after sure. she retires, of course. Yeah, that'd be just um, weird. It'd just be weird winning your own medal. That's what I'm just saying. <laughs> just saying. But um, we've got plenty of pictures out. There's plenty of stories. Tracy, you can see there with a little baby yeah. bump. So there's another baby crow. Tracy's mm. having a baby. Another one that we can bring on for a, a mother or son. Mm. Bring mm. them on down. Father-son yeah, academy. Yeah. Father-daughter academy. Yeah, and mother-daughter and mother-son mother, academy. <laughs> So it's pretty cool, isn't it? Yeah. God, little crowbies everywhere. But is there any more? I mean, I could talk about the grand final for ages, but we won't. No. Well, we will try to keep the podcast at least to a reasonable hour. Um, is there anything else you want to talk about for the grand final? No, it's just an awesome. outstanding performance. Yep. We were the best team all year, and we I thought we deserved that. Should have won final. that first game. We would have gone undefeated completely. We would have. We would have. That would have been pretty special. But, but yeah. I think having that loss kept us in check. Correct. Yeah, so Correct. I actually didn't mind that. Correct, but I felt with that loss also that it, it, it allowed us to work on some things as well, yeah, I think. Yeah, absolutely. Particularly goal our goal kicking, yeah. because in the back half of the year... Oh, here's oh. a stat for you. Here's a stat for Erin kicked, and I could be wrong here, she kicked 10 goals, 12. That was her 10 goals, 12 points for the year. 
Um, Stevie <laughs> Lee, obviously, we know where she was at. But Danielle Ponter, I think her record sits at something like 12 goals one. Wow. That's... That's my kind of thing. That's accurate, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. That's impressive. So my thing is get the ball into Danielle Ponta's hand in front of goal because she just gets it onto the boot. Mm. Love her. So we will come back and we'll talk about the AFLW players and, and yeah. dissect it a bit more. Yeah. But we'll move on. Um, fantasy freaks. Freaks, freaks, freak out. <laughs> <laughs> Have a look at the music. Um, but yes, all you fantasy freaks at Marky Mark at ham underscore M-A-N-0-1. Just giving you the round two tips. This, here's these little notes. This game is not a sprint. It is a marathon for all the users jumping on and off of players. Spend your first few weeks fixing up non-playing rookies such as Noah Bolter, Marty Hoare, etc. as you'll need their generated cash in later parts of the game. Also, try not to trade your premiums to other premiums simply because they had one bad game. Just remember that. Wise words. Fantasy review. Defence premium, Whitfield. If Whitfield goes untagged, then he's a top three defender. The big factor here is that Cornelio copped the tag this weekend and showed how susceptible he could be. Yep. A defence rookie, Sam Collins. He got concussed in round one, which affected his score. He's slightly more expensive than basement price rookies, but he has better job security than most. Had a great game, did a Leo Barry, if I remember correctly. Premium midfield, going like a, going like a lightning bolt, Lockie Neal. He slotted into the lines nicely and their game plan has allowed him to flourish with more marks and kicks than previous years, which is huge. That's huge. He looks great and will be relatively will be a relatively unique pick. Midfield rookie, Charlie Constable had a field day on Saturday with 31 touches, four tackles, four marks and a goal, which increased his value the most of any player. Get him in. Right, premium. Remember why when I said don't trade premiums after one bad game? This is why. Grundy and Gorm were always going to be the top rucks and showed why in round two. If you combine the scores of the next third and fourth selected rucks, which was Goldstein and Sauce, then their combined scores barely equaled what Gorn and Grundy scored individually. Don't trade premiums because of one bad week. Rant over. Thank you, Mark. Ruck rookie, big mummy. He's not rookie price, but he is great value after a year of eating sausages, snort and coke, etc. If you have someone with sauce Goldie, then trade them down to Mun Mumford. He will play every round and will allow you to use the spare cash elsewhere. Forward premium, Travis Boak, who's taken his game up another mm. level because he's been moved back into the into position the he should have yeah. been playing all along. The signs were there as Boak played mid all preseason and told everyone that this would continue into the year. He's in the highest scoring AFL fantasy... He is the highest scoring AFL fantasy player, but this form won't go unnoticed. He has West Coast Hutchings and Collingwood Greenwood in his next five, as well as a very restrictive Brisbane. High risk, high reward. Forward rookie, Jack Patricelli, if I'm pronouncing that correctly. Patricelli. Patricelli. As a Crows fan, I think it's BS that he has a goal of the year nomination, while Seedsman doesn't. We all agree with that, Mark. But the kid they call the Roadrunner was able to put a solid score together and looks to have secured the vacant spot left by Mark Lacroix. Mm. So good word from the wise there, Mark. I want to see how you go and he will get some more updates for the, the next round. What's his current score? Oh, he hasn't, hasn't given me that yet because mm. it's, it's too early in the too season. Early. Too Small samples. Small samples, wise. <laughs> That's the one. That's the one there. But um, thank you for that, Mark. Mark will be bringing us uh, some more fantasy hints and yes. tips. And um, like hopefully that. we'll see if we can get you all up on the board with your fantasy yes. games. So um, now, just quickly, Ant, we need to move on because we're playing a game <laughs> this Thursday, tomorrow yeah, night. Yeah, tomorrow night. Ooh, Geelong. Geelong versus Ooh. Adelaide at the Adelaide Oval. Yes. Now, I like Bernie Vince's advice on how footy. to beat Dangerfield. You know what he said? Bashing. Uh, so mm, I don't do think Dangerfield's the one to go to. Now a lot of people say that he butchers the ball, but he can be dangerous if left up for the center. He unaccounted. Can be. Correct. Correct. So what do we do to beat him, Ant? You're the expert. Uh, first and foremost, win center clearance. Contested Ooh. ball. Oh. Um, How are we going to go center clearance with a little Riley? I think it's going to be unpredictable. Yeah. And I don't think Stanley is mobile, mm-hmm. but his center clearance work isn't the greatest. He's a mobile ruckman, and I think. O'Brien will have the tank to go about to go with him. I was going to say, uh, um, Rob actually has a pretty good tank. So I think he'll be able to go with him. Correct. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I guess restricting their forward 50 entries because they've been pretty accurate when going inside 50. Something we need to do. Our midfielders need to be accountable for defensive pressure. Correct. So that whole team defense needs to come into play Mm -hmm. with the Geelong Cats. Mm -hmm. Um, Apply pressure. Apply pressure. Now, okay, um, outs that you would have for the Crows. Obviously, we know the big saucer mater is out. 
So um, Riley O'Brien's coming in for him. Yes. Any other outs from the no, Sydney I think, game? I think that's the only change, in my opinion. Well, I'll... hang on. Hugh Greenwood's been going over to Pikes' house yeah, for have tea. dinner. <laughs> we should have stopped and asked him. We should have. He probably hey, was mate, going in there then to lean on Pikes. for to... two crows footy. <laughs> what do you reckon? You reckon he's a chance? It's either this week or next week. He's coming back, one of them. Next week. Next week? Yeah. Um, what about everyone, you know, Stengel kicked four, but everyone forgets Matty Wright kicked four, I think, as yes. well. So I'm not bringing him back in, just no. letting you know. But um, Stengel, I'd like to see his other stats. You I want to see his that. defensive pressure. I think that's the only thing that's letting him down at the moment. He came from Richmond, which was a defensive pressure team, which I find confusing. Mm. Mm. But um, anywho, but so knows? do you reckon any other changes? No. D-Mac will get another game? Yep. Um, any other changes for the backs? Keep them as is for the, when we're playing Geelong? Yes. Oh, see, they're quite small. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Um, Fog, Fog played down back, just letting you know, people, that he actually played down back. Yeah, no, I think, I think we just have the one change, Ali. Okay, the one that's, change? That's what I reckon, in my opinion. Okay, okay. You know, so, um, are we favourites for this game, anyway? Uh, let's have a look. We're just going in here to check the stats. Yes, we nah, are. No, odds no. even. Odds oh, even. Okay, so let's and have I think a look. And I think, I, I think we get up by eight points. Yeah, I think in the close one, I agree with you there, Anthony, are about seven points. I'd like to see it 34. That's my number, 34. Yeah. Well, who knows? It might all click. This might be the week where it just all clicks. Yeah, it could be. could be. It could we be a house of cards too. It. So we'll mm. see what happens. This could be a year-defining game. It's oh, the third absolutely. game, and I already putting all the cards on the table. And Titanic. Yep, it could be the Titanic. So um, the next game, let's go through these really quickly. Melbourne versus Bombers. Both teams have been stinking it up. Melbourne have to get on the cards, don't they? Yeah. Are Bombers tanking here or are they just stanking? <laughs> They're just stanking. Yeah, okay. Yep. So Melbourne's get their first win? Yep. Okay, um, Carlton Blues versus the Sydney Swans. Uh, this is at Marvel Stadium. Do you reckon the Swannies can get up on the board or will Carlton actually get over them? I reckon Carlton could beat I'm them. I'm going here. Carlton. Yeah, I reckon Carlton could beat them here, but will the Swans have to? This will be their third loss in a row. What are they like at Marvel? Um... They're better at the G than Marvel. Okay. You going Carlton? Yeah, I'm going Blues. I want a death ride Carlton. You going, you going Sydney? Yep, because I can't go for Carlton. I've got a death ride them. That's why I had to go for Port. Much oh, too many people chagrin. Yes. Okay, the next game, probably one of the games of the... Actually, we've got two could be very games of the round. Giants versus Tigers up at Giants uh, Stadium. Giants for mine. Yep, I'm going to go for Giants there. Um, oh... Up at the Gabba, Lions Brisbane. versus Pear. I'm going Lions. Yeah, I'm going Lions just because I want them to win. Um, then we go back to the MSEG, a Collingwood rematch, grand final grand rematch. Final. I'm going the Pies. Oh, I'll go the Eagles, something different. Yep. The Pies could get it though. At home crowd. Yeah. It's a night game. They tend to like night they games. They do. Yeah. Oh, you're right. I think you're I'm right. I'm going the Pies. But... Um, Western Bulldogs versus Gold Coast Suns. You're hot on Bulldogs, the Bulldogs. I like the Doggies this yeah. year. Oh, I think they'll win the Marble Stadium. Um, no, you were off the dogs until they played last week. No. You smashed them. You've got them in the bottom three. Yeah, but I... Oh, yeah. Sydney... Uh, 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 the, the, the Sydney game... The Sydney... No. Well, I was going on like... We, got, we were going off last year's form with that yeah. ladder. Who, who's expected Brisbane to be in second spot on the ladder? Oh, it's two games for God's <laughs> But I'm say. just saying, I liked what I've seen in the Sydney game. Albeit they suck, mm-hmm. Sydney. I think they're going to be really poor this year. Mm-hmm. But that game against the Hawks on the weekend with the Bulldogs, I liked. I just even with the umpire bite. No, it wasn't that bad. Okay, they had was... nine. They kicked nine nine goals on the shot. Yeah. There was only two goals decided by the umpires. Yeah, I'm just saying. Um, Hawthorne versus Kangaroos. Yeah, I think the Hawks will get back. Um, North are just wibbly wobbly, aren't they? Yeah, they've haven't yeah, adapted to the new rules. I think, yeah, I think they just got caught napping. Yeah. Um, here's another one. It's the, the battle for the cellar dwellers, but not really. Frio versus Saints, who are up in the top half of the ladder. Frio. Frio? Where's it at? Optus Stadium. Yeah. Yep, yep. Oh, I will go that as well. So just to give you a recap of the ladder in this topsy-turvy world that we live in, we've got Geelong on top, followed by Brisbane, the old Latte Bush Rangers, Western Bulldogs, St Kilda, Frio, Collingwood, GWS, Hawthorne, West Coast, Gold Coast, Adelaide, Richmond, Sydney, Carlton, uh, North Melbourne, Essendon, and Melbourne are actually and we're twelfth. And we're twelfth on the ladder. Okay, so let's see if we can just get some little bit of leverage and start climbing up that ladder. Correct. Would that be fair, Anthony? I agree, Ali. Excellent. So should we wrap that up? For I here? think we should wrap it up. Okay. So thank you for everyone for listening. We've um, had such a fantastic weekend. Didn't even get to talk about the SANFL boys, but they, but they had, had a fantastic a win. win, triple treat, all round for the Crows. It was a 
Brilliant weekend for the footy club. Absolutely, and especially for that another little premiership. Yes, yes, yes. Um, <laughs> and I, I think I think this year's AFLW premiership had a lot of. There was it was more. It was a genuine. Just felt right. Just felt like. I a, don't get what you're trying to say. You know, me. year one you didn't know what you were getting. Year three. Oh, I'm still happy. Yeah, I was still happy too. Oh, if Aaron hadn't got injured, we could have been three from three. I can tell you right now. Last oh, year. I agree. Yeah, but. If buts can, that's not yeah. it. Didn't happen. Could yeah. wouldn't didn't shouldn't. Um, next year will be a good. Mm. Ne- next year will be a good challenge for us. Yeah, I think so. And um, we'll see what happens from there. Mm. And we'll have a look at the women's team. Bit I more think our system and process has put us in good stead, though. Absolutely, going forward. And Maddie Clark, that will be uh, the template going forward Correct. for the future. Yep, that's what okay. we expect. So, um, thanks everybody for listening, and it's good night for me. And it's a good night from her. Good night, Chris. Woo! Brought to you by Two Crows. <laughs> <laughs>